0: The people we love are always with us. They're always in our minds, they're always in our hearts. So in that sense, they're very much connected to us. There's no separation. We may feel there's a separation, but the reality is we live in our bodies and these people are with us in our bodies. They're with us at all times in our mind. Welcome to Natural Tendencies. I'm your host, Rick Brayden. Join us as we hear the real issues affecting real people that truly and deeply impact their work performance. Anxiety, depression, conflict, marital problems, trauma, grief, and loss. Right here, right now.
1: Right on!
0: Hello, this is Rick Braden, Natural Tendencies. I'm with my dear, dear friend and colleague, Chu Shen. You want to say hello, you? Hey, good morning. All right, and it's, it's 7.30 in the morning, and we're down in southern Florida, near the Everglades in Homestead. And we're heading to an early morning appointment. Right now, we're at a red light. And I used to become very frustrated at red lights, especially if I was in a hurry, but I've realized that the red light can be a wonderful signal for us to simply stop. <laughs> it clearly means to stop, slow down, return to our true home, which is the body, and our true place, which is here, in our true time, which is now. And we started talking about loving kindness and compassion which is absolutely foundational to being effective in life as a leader, as a friend, as a brother, as a sister, as a cousin, as a grandmother, as a human being to help support life, growth, etc. So I think it's really exciting that we can cultivate, we can develop META which is a classical Sanskrit ancient word metta and that word means loving kindness and compassion and for thousands of years these practices have been done by millions of people and now science is starting to catch up with the benefits there's been numerous studies conducted on compassion and it's been proven that we can actually increase that capacity in ourselves And interestingly, the practice always begins with generating compassion and loving-kindness for ourselves, and it seems very difficult if we're not able to generate compassion for ourselves that we can really do it well for other people. So classically in the meditation practices, there's four stages of the metta practice or the loving-kindness practice, compassion. And the first one is generating compassion for the self. And the first line is, may you be well. May you be happy. May you be free of all suffering. May you be free, or may I be free, of the roots, the causes of suffering. So, at first, doing this may seem hollow, like it's not really doing anything and you're just like, wow, what am I even saying this for? This seems ridiculous, stupid or sometimes because we have so much self-hatred or the voice inside is so critical and all of us have that. It's very natural, very normal in today's world to just have this critical voice going most of the time thinking about the things we may have screwed up or whatever. So I generally do this practice as I'm walking, you can do it seated, you can do it laying down, you can really do it anywhere. Right now we're doing it in a car, driving to the Miami Zoo. So may I be well. So as you say that to yourself, may I be well. You may notice different feelings, you may notice nothing that's perfectly fine. But as I'm doing it and walking along and I say may I be well, I start to visualize and visualization. Some people are really good at visualization. Other people, it's a struggle. I'm in the group that it's a struggle. It has not come naturally, but as I say, may I be well, I really imagine that state of ultimate wellness, just really feeling well in the body and in the mind, free of any ailments, free of pain, just generally wellness and I really do want to be well, and it's perfectly okay for us to want to be well because if we're in a state of feeling well, then we tend to react to situations better. We tend to react to difficult circumstances better. So, may I be well. The next line may I be happy. I think all beings, when I say all beings, I think all animals probably even the plants, the trees, certainly people, we want to be happy and we're doing the best we can with our tool set, whatever we've been taught, to be happy. And sometimes those things we do are wholesome and healthy and sometimes we look for happiness in places that lead in the other direction. And I think most of us do things like that to ourselves. So as always within that There's this core attitude of gentleness, patience, and a sense of humor. The sense of humor is a good one because we've been operating in ways that are unwholesome for thousands of years, and all of us have these internal struggles. So may I be well. May I be happy. May I be free of suffering. May I be free of the root of suffering. So I want you to generate and say those things to yourself. And it doesn't have to be those exact words, but this is just a good starting point. May I be well. May I be happy. May I be free of suffering. May I be free of the root of suffering. So you can practice like that for any amount of time you want to, so it can be for 30 seconds, it can be for a minute, it can be for an hour. But the idea is, again, gentleness, patience, sense of humor. So after you generate this compassion, this this tenderness towards yourself over a period of time, doing what you can to connect with it. Sometimes you're going to be able to, you'll really feel it. you just feel like, oh man, I just really do feel well. I really do feel happy. Sometimes you won't be able to connect with that feeling at all. It doesn't really matter because consistency is the key, the consistency of the practice. And over time, there will be... At least I believe there will be a significant shift and that compassion will start to generate towards yourself. And at the very least, you may notice that internal dialogue, the things you say to yourself that just really aren't helpful and may actually beat you up or bring you down, same things you might say to yourself you would never say to another person. So this practice helps overcome those tendencies that are really quite normal and quite natural. All oh, this beautiful... Puck of Birds just came straight at the car and they seemed to be having a good time. So the second stage of the of the practice is thinking of somebody that you just love dearly. Somebody that you just it's so easy to feel warmth and love towards. So maybe your child, maybe your best friend, maybe your mother, maybe your your dog your cat just something that you really love and then you direct the attention and the focus and the energy the concentration towards that person or that animal and it's the exact same thing so I'm going to do it for Chu here so it's easy to visualize Chu since he's sitting next to me and kindly driving this car for us so that I can do this so may Chu be well may Chu be happy may Chu be free of suffering and may Chu be free of the roots of all suffering may Chu be well May Chu be happy. May Chu be free of suffering. May Chu be free of the roots of suffering. So as I'm doing that, I'm just seeing Chu in my mind, smiling, wherever he is, because the people we love are always with us. They're always in our minds. They're always in our hearts. So in that sense, they're very much connected to us. There's no separation we may feel there's a separation but the reality is we live in our bodies and these people are with us in our bodies they're with us at all times in our minds whether they are alive on this earth today whether they may have passed they're still there and as we start to generate this practice that becomes more of a reality instead of a concept so everything I'm teaching I I welcome you to test see if it works and see if it's not true that you start to really connect even with your ancestors your grandparents, your mother whoever you're doing this with so again the first stage generating for yourself may I be well may I be happy may I be free of suffering may I be free of the root of suffering again you don't have to use those phrases just something that works for you second stage and often for many people this is the easiest stage is generating that same compassion for somebody you love dearly the third stage is generating compassion towards people that you really don't know but you want them to be well so practicing in traffic as we're going by all these cars just generally looking at these people driving in these cars and saying may you be well May you be happy. May you be free of suffering. May you be free of the roots of suffering. And just continuing like that as long as you want to, or if you've set a timer, doing it for the duration of the timer. And then the last stage is those people that you have difficulties with, those people that you may be in conflict with, somebody who may have harmed you even, somebody that you really don't like. But if you really look deeply, if if people are angry or they do things you don't like or they're just mean spirited, the only reason you do mean things is because you're suffering inside. People who do mean things are just not happy. And if they were well and if they were happy and if they were completely free of suffering, they wouldn't be acting like that. So just the logic of knowing that if that person that's so difficult for you was truly happy, was truly free of suffering, was truly free of to suffering, if that was really the case, then all conflict would just dissolve. So as I'm doing that practice, I like to see if all of the warm feelings, if I was able to generate a lot of warmth during the first three stages of the practice, I would like to see if I can hold on to that warmth through the final stage of the practice, and sometimes you'll probably be able to do that. Sometimes you won't. But again, it's all about the consistency of the practice. I definitely consider this practice to be absolutely foundational, absolutely good for every single person to practice on a consistent basis. And with that, we will close out this episode of Natural Tendencies because we have arrived at the Miami Zoo. Have a wonderful day. At Behavioral Essentials, we intend to help a lot of people. And today we hope we helped you. So join us for our next session. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And visit our website at BehavioralEssentials.com. Thanks for listening.